It's the Brian and Jen podcast, and there she is. Hello, Brian. A vision, and I know it's not a vision, but it's a vision of sweet. Sweet is a taste, but it's a feeling. In your mind's eye. And you have this honeycomb kind of dress. Jennifer Horn, who doubles as the conservative crusader and number one of all time best friend and humanitarian. Oh, thanks. It's the truth. And glamorous yellow girl today, right? Thank you. (laughs) And you, my friend. I'm just wearing. Doubling as my best friend. And oh. as my oh, as my work husband. Oh yes, but nobody goes to work anymore. We've been divorced. Oh, but that's actually true. And uh, of course, our, our lovable liberal Brian Whitman. Oh, thank you. I have you know some experience. Man of a million voices. Oh sure, absolutely. <laughs> I you have. can tell we've been doing coronavirus for way too long. I mean, it's obviously COVID nineteen and the spread and all of this. And I have a little story for you. Oh, certainly. I'm sure. That's actually my grandmother, my nana that I'm doing there, Jennifer. And I actually have to say a former girlfriend kind of brought that to my attention, started like doing an impression of my grandmother. Yep. And then I said, oh, gosh, yes, of course. That is your nana. Oh, sure. My (laughs) grandson is doing this podcast with this adorable. I think that's everyone's nana because that's what I'm doing. Okay. Except (laughs) one of my nanas had a southern accent. I'm sparing you on that. Okay. But but she was fun. My nana had a great sense of humor and a great. Sometimes on a Friday night, she used to have a whole chain of racehorses if you called her too late. <laughs> oh, sure, absolutely. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's the midnight really? caller. In your condo, yeah. Grandma, where do you keep those racehorses? <laughs> Doctor Fauci of the Coronavirus Task Force. Yes. He's an immunologist, very present when the Trump administration, uh, very present on the uh, at the briefing room with the information for the media and for the citizen. And when he's not, the media goes nuts, saying that there's a rift between him and Trump. Right. He does other appearances, so he's very present during these days of COVID-19, the effort to flatten the curve, right? He talks about social distancing. President Trump saying uh, just yesterday, social distancing will continue beyond this point of the peak when that happens, wherever you're hearing the Brian and Jen podcast, and things begin to... Heaven, bring us there, please, to where things are more normal or right. more typical of the way they were before. Back to normal. I do want to tell you that social distancing has been around for quite some time. It really? really? In the 90s, people were doing it. It was more of like a voluntary thing. I had uh, my just your dating life? Or? Well, I had my first girlfriend, Tanya. I've told you about Tanya, sure. right? So she had a uh, – it's not anything about – it wasn't a, a flu. It wasn't anything that was – it was just a little sniffle. But mm-hmm. she would go to the doctor because she didn't want to get – you know what I mean? She was very much like that. So she went to an immunologist who was what doctor – that's what doctor sure. – Okay. So he apparently told her about you know social distancing. She comes back and she says to me over to my place, she says, hey um, – I said, how the doctor – he said, oh, I'm going to be fine. But he introduced me to like a new lifestyle. It's called social distancing. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, oh, sweetheart, that's great. Let's sit down, have dinner. You tell me all about it. No. And she said, ah, that we can't do. I said, what, you can't talk about it? I mean, is it, <laughs> is it classified? She said, no, we can't sit very close to each other anymore. And I said, oh, I like it anymore. She said, well, I have a cold. And she said uh, – and it was really just for her. It was, a cold, well, it was a small thing. She said six feet or actually at the time I think it was five feet. And I said, but what about when we go to the movies together? It's going to be very hard. And she said, well, stop right there. Social distancing. We can't really go to the movies anymore. I said, well, it's going to be very, very hard for us to have any sort of, you know, I mean, with the social. And then she ran upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I thought, 
I shot upstairs. Is this really about the cold? You know, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I started to get it. And then the social distancing, it, it went to 10 feet and 15 yeah. and then 17 miles. And the court And then the that. restraining order We had came. a stamp from the county. And on. it's weird that every other relationship you've had since then kind of ended up with the same thing, that social distancing. Yes, yeah, so I'm one All of your – All came from a cold. Yeah, in the 90s. I'm one of your pioneers <laughs> of social distancing. Uh, so uh, I've heard it before. There are people who are surviving this and who are oh, – obviously people are surviving this. Yeah, you do that in contrast Physically. to the guy you just heard. But I'm talking about from a <laughs> mental perspective. And that's what it really is, isn't it? Where you start to feel really isolated. If you are doing this right, if you are following the guidelines, people are kind of missing out on things. And so I've been thinking it's fun in my life to try to find some some positive stories about this COVID-19. I love that you do this because mm-hmm. not only does it bring a positive story when there is a lot of – negative news out there but it, it it reflects your spirit because this is you it this- makes me feel very patriotic too it makes me feel like americans can survive anything we can get through things and we can be creative so one of the groups that are really impacted by this and no one's talking about it are kids who are seniors because they are most likely not going to get to walk in a graduation ceremony many of them are not going to be able to do grad night many of them are not going to be able to go to prom and certainly how about they won't have a dance at the prom because well, you can't be close to someone you can't it can't do it and schools everywhere across the country are canceling these events and so so it's really sad when you're – I mean, and think about it. You were a teenager. It wasn't that long ago for us when we were 17 or 18 and the drama of having these things kind of ripped away from you. Yeah, it's really As a right- shy kid, I wouldn't have been sad. The prom was over. I actually didn't go to mine. Did you didn't? No, I graduated six months early. I did, but I had to like buy a because, prom date. Because I couldn't, stand, I couldn't stand the, the roses I had about being around people my age who were judging me. So I said, ah, I've got to get out of here. So, But the point is – Commencement. You hear pomp and circumstance in your yeah. mind right now. This, these are all rites of passage for any young people person. who are at the college level. They are also missing out on graduations this year. But I've heard from some of our friends that they're actually scheduling graduation ceremonies later so that people won't miss out on walking. But here's a story that I found from California, our home state. San Ramon Valley High School is in northern California. And there was this girl, Natalie Reese, who was very upset that her prom got canceled. She already had her dress. She had all of her accessories and for a girl, Whitman, let me tell you, this is a huge deal. And yeah, and she had your prom dress. I, I assume, and then the date too. And of course, right. and so she was already looking, uh, you know, looking forward to this. It was a pink dress, and mm. she said she had packed it away, but she put it on and fixed her makeup, and it got really sad. She wasn't going to have prom, so her family mm. put a prom on for her at home. They're oh my quarantining gosh. at home. Oh she asked her dad, Brian. Huh? Any relation no, to but- be her prom date? He was the only man in the house, she said. And then the rest of the family danced. They all got in formal wear. They paraded around the house, and they they had a great time dancing. And as a family, had a little party. So she posted some of this online because, That's of so course, sweet. you can't you can't do something like that without posting some videos. So she went on TikTok, which is a site all the young kids love, and she posted her experience. That sparked, it went viral and sparked this worldwide phenomenon that people actually started having proms in their own homes. So these kids from all over the world, she even got places as far as like Germany and the Netherlands posting their videos in response to hers, all doing this while they're home quarantining. Isn't that cute? It's a wonderful story. It's a heartwarming story. It's inspirational. And you're right. It's And this story with the pandemic, it's global. I mean, it, it reminds us all that we are in this together and we are here here in America in it together with the rest of the planet. I yep. mean, it's there's no story that I can think of really in my lifetime that is uh, that has had this type of sense of community that's being drawn. I will say one thing uh, that I love that story. And the girl, I'm sure, was very happy. 
party, and dad was her prom date. She said, my message is to just keep smiling. This is temporary. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Oh, see, now this makes me want to play uh, Smile by Nat King Cole, but we can't do that, I guess. Can we do but that? you could sing it to us. Oh, I can't do that either. <laughs> Believe me. That I, would make me smile. <laughs> I was going to say, the dad here, don't underestimate how happy he was to be his daughter's prom date. Oh, absolutely. Because I think every dad in the world would like to And she said, this is the not way. the memory that I intended, but she said, it is so unique and it was unprecedented. She said, I will always take this with me. And her mom, Lori Reese, said, it's a time where they're suffering all around us to have a kid that is naturally joyful. I think we need that. I think we all need that spark. So she, this family, is beautiful. this is when social media and these social media trends, things that go viral are really good. You know, we hear people eating Tide Pods, which is not good. But this, this good. is actually no, a good it, thing. Obviously, it's wonderful. And the father with the daughter, I know because you're a How country fun. music oh. fan, reminds me of a song called I Loved Her First. Yes. And isn't that beautiful? wedding song for a lot of my girlfriends. Oh, how sweet. Oh, unbelievable. Brian and Jen podcast here. We do thank you for downloading the podcast. Want you to subscribe to it, Apple Podcasts. Of course, SebGorka.com, our friend Seb Gorka. You always go to his website and hear it, or of course, Spotify, wherever your favorite podcasts are. I want to make a quick mention because you just said something that got me thinking, which happens all the time. Not me thinking, but you saying something that gets me thinking. I try to get some oil up in there. Thank you very much. I'm like the tin <laughs> Squirt man. it through your ear. Uh, uh, Whitman, time of the show. <laughs> He's coming to life. I'll be back. So what happened with me is, over the years, I, I'm a kid of the 80s, the MTV generation. Mm-hmm. We're going to have your fan dangled social media. Sure. So on the radio for years. You didn't years, have a cell phone. I did not. No. Have you ever heard a dial tone or a busy tone when the phone on the wall was yellow? My mother. Or you had to spin the dial to call the numbers? Yeah, you act like it's so. I did that for most most of my life. You're still doing it, don't you have one of those? I do have one. I collect them. Yeah. I also collect um, uh, Edsel's, which are parked outside my apartment. Here's the deal with social media. I want to apologize to Mark Zuckerberg and to all of these folks. Al Gore, who created the internet, he deserves. Well, I thank you. I've been waiting for that. Everyone responsible for this, because for years on the radio, I have been a, a, a grouch about social media. I'm the guy, and God willing, I will go back to being this guy who mm-hmm. says, we don't talk to each other anymore. We don't, da, da, da. we don't, this is all uh, making very superficial our interaction. I'm imitating myself. Right. Uh, superficial with our interactions. Sure, I do it when we- you're gone. <laughs> we don't have conversations. I mean, these guys try having a conversation with other Right. That was me on the radio for years. You're a Luddite. I was wrong. I was wrong because social media Write this down. here Timestamp. Pro- proving to all of us here in this uh, effort to fight COVID-19 and the coronavirus, social media proving that when there is not an option to have company and to share hearts and feelings and words with other human beings, mm-hmm. we can be connected in this way. And it is not the embrace of human arms around you. But it's the closest thing we have right now. Yep. And thank God for that. How many people are doing those Zoom happy hours? We had someone call our program in Los Angeles the morning answer. It was the boss. It was the yeah. middle of the morning. He was doing it. <laughs> I said, wait till 5 o'clock on Friday. That's right. But he wouldn't. He would just not do it. But there was a woman who called in and said her and she and her four sisters that they all get together Friday afternoon and they have a Zoom happy hour. My mom did that with some of her friends. So the technology is there. It's relatively easy for people of all ages. And it's an incredible way to stay connected. Now – there's another quick story to share. Sure. Yeah. Oh, this is a- 
This one, it involves staying connected with technology. In this case, very basic technology, your cell phone. There's a congressman. He happens to be a Republican. He's from Tennessee. And on Monday, or this past week, he shared his mobile phone number on Twitter because he had heard there were a couple of constituents in his district who had tried to commit suicide. Two of them actually did. And it was a result of feeling they probably already had pre-existing mental conditions. And it should be pointed out that you, if you are someone who never had a history of anxiety, it can be brought about just by this event. Oh, this anything. If you had any kind of pre-existing condition, this just exacerbates it, and sure. it's unbelievable. And so uh, the congressman, Tim Burchett is his name, he sent out a tweet with a picture of himself, and he said, if you're feeling overwhelmed or scared or just want to talk to somebody, give me a call. This is my cell number. He puts it right out there. Wow. And he said, we'll go through this together. So he opened up this line of communication on social media using his telephone number, and that followed the news of the several people that had taken his own li- taken their own lives in the area bless them around the second congressional district in tennessee and, uh, and bless the congressman i just you know I, I think about mike our congressman we both have adam schiff yes we do and look there's a whole argument about adam schiff you like him i can't stand him yeah you give him the cell phone number and would he ever give out his cell phone number well would you ever want to call it really becomes one of those questions well too, i think for people who, <laughs> tr- who feel uh, i would know well, well, you're right but well you might want to call it say a few words briefly I have a few choice <laughs> words for him okay, fine. especially back in january there were a few that that's just, what i'm saying God, But this congressman in Tennessee, I mean, this is a beautiful story. It's another story of human beings. Well, talk about being accessible. What do we say? We want our public officials to be accessible to us and to work for us. There's not one that's more accessible than somebody who gives you his personal cell phone number so that you can call him if you're feeling down or if you're feeling alone or if you're scared. And I will tell people who are hearing the Brian and Jen podcast all over America, all over the world, in the second congressional district in Tennessee, please, when the time comes that we go to the days that we are most familiar with from about three or four weeks ago, when that comes back and we are confident and hopeful and faithful and the science tells us it will. Yeah. Okay. So when those days come, guys in the second district in Tennessee, take it easy on your congressman because he's still going to have his cell phone number. And there's going to be a feeling, you know, a couple of years from now to pick up that phone. It's like, hey, this, hey, this debt ceiling vote of yours. <laughs> Drive your car. He might change his number after this. <laughs> He might. Listen to this sweet message. This was his video, and I apologize. It was actually nine people in their community that has that have taken their lives over the last several weeks. He said, I know everybody's under a lot of pressure with what's going on with the coronavirus. If you're feeling all that pressure and it's getting to you, I know in the last little bit here, we've had nine people in our community taking their life. That's a horrible, horrible thing, somebody taking their own life. If you feel like you're going to hurt yourself or hurt somebody around you, why don't you all just call me? Let's talk. You know, How's uh, just sweet? These folks who we see on television, President Trump, Governor Cuomo, the congressman here from Tennessee, Congressman Pritchard, I believe is how you right. These folks on their resume, if they have one, it says they've chosen a field called public service. And these days, it seems to me that they're doing just that Mm -hmm. in cases that are remarkable and in times that are unprecedented. Tragedy breeds heroes. I say it all the time. And sadly, this is a tragedy on a national scope. This isn't one that's isolated to New York or to California or somewhere in between. Or even the country. Or Or even America. Or a tornado in Nashville. This is the whole country really coming together. And I think these, these stories are so important to celebrate just as much as we talk about some of the negative stuff. 
stuff that's coming from all of it. We do thank you for joining us. It's the Brian and Jan podcast. Download Apple Podcasts. Oh, and if you do enjoy the Brian and Jan podcast, you can write a nice review. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't particularly like the Brian and Jan podcast. Call the Congress. No, it freezes up your computer. (laughs) You can't write. It it stops working. I I put a little thing in there. Fake news. We don't do fake news. Come on now. Or Spotify, SebGorka.com. And thank you for joining us on the Brian and Jen podcast. It's